Hey, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is May 19th, 2021. That is a Wednesday. It is currently 2.18 a.m. in the morning. I'm burning the midnight oil, fixing up photos, editing wedding videos. You know how that is. Yeah, I run a wedding company here in Hawaii. It's actually my own. I own it. I am the owner, the janitor, the photographer, the videographer. And I also plan the the weddings for all of my clients too. So if you ever call me, you're going to get me on the phone. Yep, I am a one-man show when it comes to weddings. You know, I kind of do small weddings. I used to do the big weddings when I was younger. I had more energy. But I kind of made my home doing eloping weddings, uh, small weddings on the beach here in Hawaii. And I like it a lot better. It's a lot less stress. It's a lot easier. And, you know, I tend to think that couples are a lot more laid back. But um, sometimes I run into a few bridezillas or groomzillas. You never know. So anyway, I'm going to like shoot from the hip here regarding this podcast. And, uh, you know, um, I want to talk about the vaccine right now. So I know everybody's talking about about the vaccine. But guess what? I got my second shot of Pfizer. Um, I think it's been two days. I think, well, technically it'll be three because this would be Wednesday. I got it on Monday. So I got it on Monday morning. And uh, I guess this will be the third day. And uh, have I had any side effects? Yes, I actually have. I got really tired. Man, this thing made me tired. I think I woke up on Tuesday and I was just, (laughs) man, I felt as though I had ran um, maybe a marathon. Why don't we just say that? Maybe, well, I didn't run a marathon. Why don't I just say, it felt as though I biked maybe about 100 miles. And uh, I didn't have a very good sleep because I think I had a slight temperature on Monday night. Um, I put a blanket over me because I think I was a, a little on the cold side. And I think uh, my temperature rose so much that I started sweating underneath my blankets. And I put off my blankets and I was just draped in sweat. And, um, and then I had the fan that was over me. And that just cooled me down really quick. So, um, yeah, so I, I think I had, you know, maybe the chills or maybe a slight temperature. Uh, my arm, it did hurt, not um, initially, but it did hurt more. Uh, last night. So I started to have a little more pain. Uh, this morning when I woke up, I had a little pain and then I took a, I took three Advils and I got rid of it and I had, woke up with a slight headache, very, 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 very slight headache. Um, uh, not even close to what I would consider a migraine, not even, not even close to what I would consider a regular headache. I just had something in the background that I realized that if I don't take care of it right away, it may turn into something worse. Uh, but here's the thing. On the day that I got the vaccine on Monday, I went for a bike ride. So I rode 20 miles. Uh, my arm, I felt a little tenderness in my arm, but not too much. Um, and yesterday, I went for maybe a 15-mile bike ride in heavy, heavy, heavy wind. Uh, so I was healthy enough to actually accomplish the two. Um, and I, I think, again, it was only on... Monday night that I felt maybe the worst out of all of the nights. And right now, I guess this is going into my third day right now, as of now, um, I feel just fine. I think I feel, I think I may have a minor, a very slight headache coming on. Maybe if that, maybe if, I'm not sure. It, It could be from me just not drinking enough water while I biked. I'm not sure if it was actually from the vaccine. 
Um, but again, I was one of the lucky ones, I think, where I didn't have um, some of the tremendous side effects that, uh, that some of my friends actually experienced. And uh, I think part of that uh, was due to my uh, vitamin A that I guess vitamins that I, I had actually taken. So what is vitamin A? Now, I learned more about vitamin A during COVID, and vitamin A uh, basically is a hormone that your thyroid produces that actually regulates your immune system. So if you don't have enough vitamin A in your body, then your immune system tends to overreact. And that's what COVID tends to do to people, that basically when you get infected with COVID, um, those, that virus, your immune system kind of goes into overdrives, and then it actually, um, it, you know, your body starts attacking itself. And uh, they found out that in a very small study that those whose uh, immune system overreacted, those um, patients had low vitamin A problems and their thyroids were basically not, I guess, functioning up to par. And uh, usually you have a slow thyroid. Your, your thyroid, I guess, over time, as you get older, it produces less vitamin A. So as, again, I, I believe they said around 30, 35 years old, you, sh you should start taking some type of vitamin A supplements. And around 40 something years old, you should maybe start taking it regularly. regularly. And so uh, I haven't been taking it regularly, to be honest. But for this vaccine, I said, you know, I'm going to load up maybe the week before because I heard the second shot may be worse than others. So that's what I did. Um, my friends who actually... Um, had the the actual really bad side effects. I'm not sure um, if their vitamin A levels were bad or not, but they got. I had some friend, uh, one of my friends over there in New Jersey, his body started convulsing. Um, the woman down the street from me on her second dose, uh, a lump under her armpit actually um, appeared uh, for the first day, and then it gradually disappeared, but her arm just felt as though it was going to fall off. Another friend of mine who works um, in the grocery store, in the grocery store business, um, and she's a cashier, she had to take three days off of work because her arm, she just couldn't move her arm. And uh, another person who I know, uh, <laughs> again, like I think I told you the story before, they were praying to the porcelain god, uh, basically throwing up uh, the first two days. They were, I guess, they got, they got hit really bad. Now, it seems as though the women are getting hurt, hit harder from the second dose more than the men. Now, why is that? Um, now, there are some theories that maybe uh, testosterone may help actually, uh, with the second dose. So men tend to not get hit so hard. My dad didn't get, you know, any type of effects at all. Um, I know some other, my friends who are all men, they didn't get any effects, but my, again, my friend in New Jersey, he's a dude. So he got the body convulsions and chills and everything like that. So, you know, but maybe he has a low testosterone. I really don't know. My other, um, pitmaster Keith, he had it. his arm hurt for maybe about two to three days, but he didn't, that's basically it. He didn't have chills or a temperature or a cough or anything like that. Um, now I'm not sure if, uh, I'm going to get any other type of side effects. I do remember after my first dose, I did get maybe, um, a case of, uh, um, sniffles. So, or, or sneezing. And I did sneeze uh, quite a bit today, like like to, uh, tonight. Now, I'm not sure if those are from allergies. I just really don't know. Uh, but it looks as though, the, you know, I've gotten through the worst of it. And my third day is coming up. And I think I'm hoping and praying that this is it. And now it will be just a matter of waiting two weeks until I am fully inoculated. So that's it. 
And I'm hoping that, uh, you know, I don't have to worry ever about COVID. And, um, you know, and um, I'm just hoping this vaccine doesn't kill me and it actually works. Now, we're 100% not sure about the safety about this. Uh, but again, I am 99% sure through all of my research that I've actually done, listening to both sides of the, of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, and also the pro and anti-vaccine stance. And I did end up thinking, I guess, concluding that these vaccines are safe. The mRNA technology is actually quite incredible when you really read into it. And um, I didn't buy into a lot of the negative stuff that, were, that was being said about the, the mRNA um, vaccines because I have to tell you this, a lot of it is just oh, propaganda and paranoia. And uh, what else can I say about that? Uh, it's just really, I think it's agenda-driven. A lot of it is agenda-driven by people who are against vaccines, period. Now, there's nothing to be, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with being against vaccines or any type of medicines. I know a lot of people out there who just don't like to take any medicines, and that's just fine. They believe that their body is uh, some type of temple, and, and uh, you know, they believe that, natural infection is actually better than than taking a vaccine. And to be honest, that's actually the truth. So if you can actually contract COVID-19 on your own, um, battle it, battle through it, and create your own antibodies, and uh, it, they do say that those antibodies will be more protective against future variants. So, and you do also get much more T-cell memory. Now, there also is a study that if you have gotten infected with COVID and you've taken one dose of one of the mRNAs, then you actually become uh, a super, I guess, anti-COVID person because your antibodies now are supercharged with the mRNA antibodies and also the actual um, uh, naturally created antibodies that your body had created. So, um, you know, but all of this is just, again, speculation. We, you know, We'll just use the, um, Anthony Fauci's favorite word, anecdotal. He loves to use the word anecdotal. And, um, but what can we say? And right now, all we have to do is pray that it works. Now, for those who have taken it and those who are, who are still listening to me, uh, because I know a lot of anti-vaxxers don't want to listen to pro-vaccine stuff. But the truth is that ever since the vaccine, specifically uh, these mRNA vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna, have been released to the public, we have seen COVID cases drop dramatically even after the first dose. And if you take a look since January, you know, basically people have been, you know, the, the cases have been dropping, the deaths have been dropping, and we're doing a really good job on there. Now, should everyone be vaccinated? Absolutely not. Because those who have been naturally infected they shouldn't be vaccinated. Children should not be vaccinated. Children are A-OK getting, getting infected and living through it. So I'm not sure why there's a movement to, to actually vaccinate kids. I'm not even sure if 20 to 30-year-olds actually should get vaccinated too because, you know, young, young people, even if they're infected, they don't know. They are asymptomatic spreaders and their immune system pretty much reacts very, very well. Those who have cancer and are going, who are undergoing chemotherapy, I don't think those people should actually get the vaccine. And why do I say that? Well, it's been also proven. See, what, what happens is when you take a vaccine, what's really important is your immune response. 
So after chemotherapy, when your immune system is, or even during chemotherapy, when your immune system is basically, you know, null and void, you know, if you take this, if you take this vaccine, your immune system won't be powerful enough to create the antibodies out there to fight COVID or to, or to fight anything. You'll have to wait till you finish your, your chemotherapy rounds and then wait for your immune system to kind of build up so your vaccines could actually work. And again, you have to take your vaccines over and over again, like from the, all your baby vaccines and, and even your adult vaccines, uh, just so, you, but you only can take it after your immune system can kind of stand on its own. So, and, um, I, and I'm saying that just talking to a few oncologists out there, to a few doctors out there. But what is very strange is that they are having people who are actually, you know, going through, um, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, chemotherapy and advising, a lot of doctors are advising their patients to take the COVID-19 vaccine. That's just strange to me. And it's strange to a handful of oncologists out there. So, you know, talk to your doctor. I'm not a doctor myself, but to me, I just think it doesn't make sense. And here's the other thing, too. The science out there, we cannot trust, unfortunately, you know, and I don't want to, I guess my last podcast was all about paranoia. (laughs) And I don't want to sound like I'm paranoid here, but we can't trust everything that the government and the CDC tells us because they're not telling us the full truth. You know, just about three weeks ago, maybe, about, why don't we say two weeks ago, they said that we had to wear masks on the outside, and now we can wear masks on the outside if we're fully vaccinated. Isn't that strange? Outside and inside. So here in Hawaii, we haven't changed our mask mandate, and before they were saying they were just following the science, and now they can't say that, and now they're just saying we're just trying to be safer. But again, it makes no difference, right? So why can't it... Why can't we, those who are going to be fully inoculated, like myself in two weeks when I'm fully inoculated, walk around outside and inside of Costco without a mask? It doesn't make any sense. In fact, Costco and Walmart and all of these other big companies over there on the mainland have basically dropped their mask mandate after the CDC came out with their ruling. But here in Hawaii, they haven't because our governor basically is saying we're still keeping the mask mandate and I think it's only ourselves and New York. It doesn't make any sense. So that brings me into our next subject right now, which I'm going to segue into after I get back from my commercial break. Uh, it's all about perception. Now, yesterday we talked about, or wasn't yesterday, the couple of days beforehand, we talked about paranoia and how, you know, the, the United States, there is an epidemic of paranoia, you know, out here and, and I guess everywhere, which way you look, the left doesn't trust the right, the right doesn't trust the left, you know, the left doesn't trust white people, you know, they like to point the finger, point the finger, point the finger, and the right doesn't trust the government. And a lot of the, a lot of these uh, paranoias are rooted in some truth, but again, it becomes a, para, a paranoid episode when you take that fear to a level higher than it should be, right? You are no longer a healthy skeptic, you are now paranoid. But again, where does this all originate from? And number one, it's perception. And overall, other than paranoia, a lot of people, and I would say even old and young, they have a problem with perception. Distinguishing good from bad, boy from girl, right from wrong, right? Good versus evil. They have no idea what good evil, or even a boy or girl is. In fact, it's really strange. You know, in fact, 
if you tell a person, if you ask a current college person, what is to tell a person? Why don't we just say, if we, ask, if we ask a current college kid right now, who is going to maybe an Ivy, Ivy League school, and you, you ask that person, or maybe I'll ask that person, what gender do you think I am? And they'll look at me and they'll say, well, I don't know. What do you want to identify as? Well, it's very obvious that I'm a guy. Very, very, very obvious, right? You know, I'm older. I have the facial hair. I have the receding hairline, right? And I have the wrinkles to prove it. And then I have the muscles on top of that. And then if they want to see me naked, they'll see my junk, my plumbing. And even if they see my plumbing, right, my lower plumbing, they'll say, I'm still not sure if you're a male because that doesn't matter. That's how stupid they are. So their perception has gone full on AWOL. Why don't we just say that, right? And um, is <laughs> will it ever come back into the universe or, or the natural world or the real, real world? Why don't we say that? Will it ever, will, will their perception of reality ever engage with real reality, the real world, right? I don't think it will. And that's the sad thing about it. So I'm going to go talk about perception when I get back from this commercial break, because I think that's another topic we should, I guess, talk about. All right. So uh, don't go anywhere. Listen to me plug my company. Listen to me plug Anchor. Let me let me get my five cents you know, that I get from this podcast. And again, if you want to book with my company, that's great. You know, um, and then if you want to book with me, contact me, call me. I promise I'll do a good job. But again, listen to my commercial and hold on until everything's done. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, I hope you guys held on through that commercial break and you're back. It wasn't too bad, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny about this entire podcast thing. I started this maybe last year and, and um, I just been keep going on and on doing it. I think um, I kind of enjoy it, even though it's kind of weird because I'm talking to no one. When I do this podcast, I'm literally just talking to a white wall and computer screens. I have notes on my screen. Sometimes I do it without notes. Sometimes I do it with notes. Sometimes I actually script myself. Um, today, though, very few notes. Maybe a few articles here and there. I'm just shooting it from the hip. So if I get a few brain farts like I did just now, please forgive me. All right, so I'm going to turn this music down here. Hold on. Okay. Trying to make it sound a little bit more professional there. And, uh, you know, again, I'm trying to roll in that positive music because what I have to tell you about today is all about, you know, uh, perception. And I want you to stay positive even though I may offend you, right? Whenever I criticize anyone or criticize you or anyone, it comes from a good place, right? So we all have perception problems, right? And um, there's different degrees of perception. And sometimes what we perceive to be the truth sometimes may not be the truth. And here's the, here's the very interesting thing that we're like, I'm learning about as I grow older. 
You know, things that we believed once and before to be false are turning out to be true. I mean, this is the crazy thing about it. And I always believe that you should always keep an open mind. Okay, don't let yourself fall into this agenda-driven, tribal type of thinking, closed-mindedness, because if you do, you're going to block yourself out from really interesting and great things in this entire world and also great people. So just in case, so just in case, you know, your really good friend disagrees with you politically or doesn't want to take the vaccine or blah, 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 or anything like that, or holds an opinion directly opposite from you, there's no reason to excommunicate that friend from your life. None whatsoever, because that person may, may not be bad. Now, again, if that person is evil, is going to steal from you or do something, or do something like that, maybe there's a really valid, valid reason for excommunication, right? But here's the interesting thing. So back in the 1980s or 1990s, that's when I was growing up when I was a kid, or even, why do we even say even before that, the 2000s or 2010s, UFOs were, I guess, thought of to be completely fake. And anybody who said they saw a UFO, we all kind of turned our head and said, you know, that person may be uh, kind of crazy or or kind of not right, right? And, um, you know, I've never met people who actually seen UFOs, but then I saw something myself. Now, I didn't see a UFO per se, but I saw something which I could not identify. Um, this happened maybe when I was maybe, uh, I think, in my mid-20s. Uh, my friend, uh, Doss White, uh, and I were riding down Waikiki, and we were um, right on the sidewalks there on Kalakaua Avenue, surrounded by a lot, a lot of tourists. And, um, and then we were, we were also by, uh, I guess, a gentleman who had uh, one of those telescopes, and we could actually see the moon. And th- this is really interesting, because we could actually see the moon through this telescope, and, and the moon was just so rough. I remember looking through there and saying, wow, this moon is really rough looking. I thought the moon looked so smooth, and it was really this nice, powdery, smooth er- surface, but it looked really, really rough. That's what I, what I remember about it. And uh, we had to pay five bucks, by the way, to look through this guy's telescope. And uh, But right after that, we were looking over toward the horizon because there's a light suddenly. Doss said, hey, check that out, Steve. And there's a light all of a sudden exploded from the horizon. And I caught the, 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 the second half to it. So it looked like sheet lightning, right? So like a big sheet lightning. So I told Doss, that's just regular lightning. And then he said, no, 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 this is different. This is really different. Watch, watch, watch. And I looked again. And it looked as though something had exploded past the horizon. And it started off with an egg shape. And then it grew exponentially to the horizon. And the light just enveloped to the, to the sky above us. So it basically spread slowly in a like a nice gradient. Um, on the horizon, it was bright, bright white. A little egg. Think about a little egg or a football. And just exploded right past us, right? And all of these other tourists, they came came by and said, well, man, did you all see that? And we all said, yeah, like, what is that? And then I said, well, I bet it's the, um, they're having some naval exercises out there on the, uh, out there. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're like shooting off missiles or something like that. And then everyone said, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then we all kind of agreed that it was maybe the pack rim exercises that were getting conducted late at night. Um, so the next day, and so we, we didn't think, anything of it. 
nothing of it, right? We didn't think it was any type of UFO or any type of you know phenomenon or anything. It was, it was basically the destroyers out there past the horizon shooting off missiles somewhere because that's what they do. They shoot. That's what they do during the pack room exercises. So the next day, we run into, uh, I guess, another guy who we bike with. And uh, he happens to be in the military, and he was on the ship, the destroyers. Uh, and, uh, and he told us about the light show that he witnessed, and they were out there past the horizon. And he said, dude, that wasn't us. We were, we were done with our, uh, our exercises. That was something past our horizon that we were seeing way over the horizon. So that was like way past Waikiki, way past where they were. They were way out there in the Pacific Ocean. And he says, they have no idea where that came from, but that was bright. And that is no way anything, no missile or anything ever gives off that type of explosion. And it wasn't an explosion. It was some type of light phenomenon. And, and he said, he's not sure what it was. They thought it was a UFO, even though they didn't see it flying, but they thought some type of object right there on the water had actually exploded and, or just given off this huge ray of light and it reached Waikiki. And again, they were over the horizon, they couldn't see Waikiki for, from from uh, from their vantage point, and we couldn't see them. That's how far they were out. And again, from their vantage point, on their horizon, that's where they saw this light. So now, currently, now currently, <laughs> now at that time, we said, I'll just back myself up here. At that time, we thought, okay, there must be some type of type of explanation because it can't be a UFO. It can't be some type of strange phenomenon. But still, yet. You know, we kind of thought, okay, this is really strange, you know, but again, we never really talked about it too much after that. Now, fast forward to the present. UFOs now are basically real. Can you believe that? And it comes out to, the news comes out is that the government has been interacting with UFOs on a regular basis. Now, I'm not sure if they're actually communicating with the aliens there and, you know, building spacecraft, but what we do know is that F-18 fighter pilots and fighter jets have interacted with um, with these UFOs, chased them, locked their radar onto them, and tried to even chase them down, and they couldn't because they're so fast. And on top of that, Harry Reid created, I guess, uh, an organization within the government to study UFOs. And they, and they actually came up with a lot of stuff. And all of this information will be released very, very soon. And this is so legitimate that 60 Minutes did a report on it. So again, the perception of UFOs have actually changed completely. What we thought was crazy before is now legit. So again, if you, th- you know, my perception of UFOs have changed. And now I'm looking at these UFO specials such as Hangar 1, which is on Netflix, as legitimate, or not legitimate, I'm still very skeptical, but I I guess I give them a lot more creed. Why don't we just say that, right? I give them a lot more weight in their opinion of what, I guess, the experiences that they've had. So that I find very interesting. So now going back to perception, it can always change. Right, your perception of one thing can always change from say, hey, from saying, hey, that is full on wacko to saying that is full on credible. But again, America right now is going through this epidemic of not only paranoia, but an epidemic of trying to figure out what is right, what is wrong, <laughs> you know, what is left, what is right, and basically the enti- what we thought was right is now considered wrong. 
Like the Boy Scouts of America, now it's okay to put girls in the Boy Scouts, but not it's not okay to put boys into the Girl Scouts unless they're transitioning. And apparently it's okay to give young boys steroid, uh, no, estrogen if they want to turn into a woman or young girls testosterone if they want to turn into a boy. But it's not okay to give young boys testosterone if they want to turn into an NFL athlete, right? Can you see where I'm going with this? America's perception is all messed up. And it just doesn't, uh, it, it just doesn't stick to, I mean, it's just, it's not just for the woke community. Because I, I believe the woke, the woke community is very much without any perception. Why don't we just say that? I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just trying to, you know, figure out the correct words here in my mind here. Uh, what would I say? They are without perception. They are perception-less. The woke community in America, if you ever hear say, someone say that they are woke, they're basically perception-less. And um, for example, they'll take a look at the police and they'll say the police are filled with with cops there who are just racist and they have an agenda to kill blacks. It doesn't matter if these blacks are young kids or adults, they have an agenda to actually kill them. They pull people over, they pull blacks over to actually kill them. And this is the perception that many people who are quote-unquote woke have. Is it the right perception? Absolutely not. That's why they're perception-less. So why don't we just why don't we just say that America's now is also not going not only going through you know an epidemic of paranoia but they are perceptionless. They have no idea what is going on. None whatsoever. Now the question is how did they get like this? It's really hard to say. But to me, I actually think it's the universities. These professors who are now, don't get me wrong. Professors are very, very smart. But at the same time, they live in a bubble. And they're so intelligent that they kind of get caught up in their own mind. And that's why we always get what we call the absent-minded professors. And this is pretty much, you know, it's pretty much the behavior of a lot of intellects out there. Uh, intellects, when they get too smart, because it, you know, intellects love to gather information. They love to observe from afar. But one thing intellects don't like to do is to interact with people. So what they tend to do is collect more data uh, so they can learn about interacting with that person or with that or with the world without actually interacting with them. Isn't that kind of strange? So a lot of these professors, they collect data out there to come up with all these different philosophies about you know, every single thing out there about the world but they don't actually interact with the world. And that's why you have a lot of professors out there who teach business and they've really never ran a successful business before. If they did, they would actually be out there in the real world. They would actually be out there making millions of dollars, dollars instead of telling you about it in a classroom, right? And, uh, and, and again, a lot of them are scientists or, you know, or, or, they, 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 or they study sociology. But again, they don't, the, the sociologists don't interact with people. You know, they, they study society, but yet they don't interact with the, with the people they study. Isn't it so strange? And they come up with all of these different philosophies, all of this really high-end vocabulary and, and, and these theories, and they're so off. But these students just soak up all of, their, all of this nonsense that these professors give to them. And lo and behold, I guess 
this stupidity that the professors have basically burdened these students with, not only have they burdened them with debt, but they burdened them with, they've burdened them with stupidity. Well, they graduate. Now they're adults now. You know, they're no longer young, malleable 21-year-olds. Now they're actually 35 or 40-year-olds. And, and what do you have now is you have a nation that is just stupid. You know, we have a nation that is literally stupid. When I say they're paranoid and they're perceptionless, well, to sum it up in layman's terms, that's stupid. And if you're a regular person who has regular common sense and, and, and can look at a person and say, hey, wait a minute, that person is fat. Why don't you say that, right? That person is fat. That person who's woke will say, no, that person's actually healthy and you shouldn't be calling them fat. No, that person is actually fat. They have an obesity problem. And... They should work out and they should actually get their weight down because if they don't, they're going to run into a lot of health problems later on. But now you have Cosmopolitan Magazine coming up saying fat is the new healthy. It's okay. It's very healthy to be fat. No, it's not. It's actually not healthy to be fat. And when I say fat, I'm talking about a woman being 250 pounds. We're talking about a woman being, you know, (laughs) being over, you know, overly obese, right? Lots of folds in the back of the back of their back, right? The lower back having lots of folds in there, their legs having lots of cellulite on there, you know, their, their calves joining with their ankles. That's not good. Those women should think about dieting, you know, exercising more and, and basically, you know, trying to change their lifestyle so they can live longer and live healthier. It's not good to be that big. But again, you have Cosmopolitan Magazine saying it's the new healthy, and people, the woke crowd, are, they're saying it is the new healthy, again, because their perception is all screwed up. So again, where does this end? I mean, just recently, you have, here's the most ironic thing, you have the left who accuse Trump supporters of being Nazis. You know, I've been called a Nazi time and time and time and time again. Now, look at the left right now. The left is calling for the destruction of Israel, the destruction of the Jews. Well, that's what the Nazis did. They called for the destruction of the Jews. But the left doesn't consider themselves Nazis. They'll consider you a Nazi because why? Well, apparently you are some type of white supremacist, but you don't really want the Jews exterminated. They do, but they're not a Nazi. Even though... That's what the Nazis wanted. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? Their perception is messed up. Now, again, the question is, where do we go from here? Where do we actually go from here? (laughs) The answer is, I don't know. Right? You know, I really think it, I, I think right now, if we were to fix this problem with perception, it would probably have to start with the university. Um, the kids, they have to stop going to these universities, these big-name Ivy, Ivy League schools or any type of university out there. I think they're better off going to trade schools and learning skills. Um, I think these uh, nursing schools and these, doc- these schools for doctors, they should break off from the colleges right now because they don't need it. You know, these college kids don't need those, these, I guess, these liberal arts. I guess what you call I'm not sure which class they, they take to actually, you know, to to get this stupid. I, I've never gone to college. I think that's why I'm like this, right? 
I just learned the skills on my own or people have told me or taught me how to do the, all these different types of skills. But again, you know, I, I think it has to start with the colleges. The colleges have to, they have to hurt. It's kind of like how I canceled my Disney Plus um, um, subscription because I didn't like where Disney was going. Disney has to hurt. A lot of people, you know, canceled their Disney Plus subscription after they fired Gina Carano. And now I think there's there's reports of it that Gina Carano may get hired back to Disney. So I think a lot of people will, I guess, resubscribe to Disney. But again, Disney had to learn the hard way. So what would it be like if a lot of these students, a lot of parents out there, especially those on the right, the conservatives say, hey, you know what? I don't think going to college, you know, is necessary for our kids to get a head start on life. I really, really don't. I think they have to learn skills. And wherever they learn the skills, it's really up to them. You know, if they want to be a computer programmer or a graphic designer or a screenwriter or whatever it is, they can attend those trade schools, right? And if they learn those trade schools and learn those, learn those, those skills very well, then maybe they can be something with their life. Because again, you know, <laughs> the amount of skills, the amount of money you make in life is greatly determined by the amount of skills you have. So the more skills you have, which are useful to normal people out there, well, um, the more money you'll actually make. That's what it comes down to. So anyway, that's my podcast for today. Sorry if I didn't have a lot of answers for you, and I'm sorry if I got mixed up with my words there a little, because I was just kind of shooting, shooting from the hip. But, you know, sometimes you just got to say what you're going to say, and the right words don't come out all the time. Okay, so this is all for my podcast for today. Um, by the way, to all the brides out there who are looking for and begging for Wedding Wednesdays, I know I've not, I haven't done a Wedding Wednesday podcast in a long time. Um, and I think I do have some things to say about the wedding industry here in Hawaii. Uh, I will do that podcast, I think, in the next couple of days. So why don't we just say that? We'll do a Wedding Wednesdays or either on Thursday or Friday um, because I do think you deserve an update. But I just have all of these things on my mind right now that I want to get off my chest. So. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. And if you like my podcast, make sure to subscribe to me on any of the platforms out there. Look for Barbecue to Movies. <laughs>